global podcast on the planet um john this is exciting again very exciting we are in three countries now i think that's something we need to mention it's no longer just the indians and the united states of americans we're also in we're in the dominican republic dominican republic everybody india dominican republic and the good you all all usa bahama mama um yeah but you know it's it's exciting because you know each episode is getting more and more views too which means you know we're on the up and up so pretty excited about that yeah i I would hope we're uh on the up and up you know starting out if we're on the down and down i think that's just i mean we are fins down so i mean we're we're down but we don't want our analytics to be down and down is that is that a busy i keep i keep these in the fridge because you still have the busy from they weren't my favorite. You know? Oh man, I thought they were good. They're not bad. Yeah, yeah, we ranked it pretty high. Whatever yeah, episode. Most artificial tasting seltzer I've ever had in my life, but they're not bad. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Yo, uh, what's what's new with your life, man? Uh, so not much, not much. It's stormed every single day in Savannah, but maybe the last three weeks. It's currently uh, like a tornado behind me. And my power might go out again tonight. Oh, so let's just pray. I have my uh, my lantern in case things go black in my garage. I can find my way through. But that's like a legit old timey lantern. Is that it, a candle in that lantern? This it Is looks it candle like powered. We use Duracell in this bitch. Oh, yeah. We're okay. Interesting. Um, the other thing is. A few houses down, I just said I wasn't trying to like chirp how my neighborhood is. So, you know, I'm in Savannah, Georgia. It's not the safest place, which is fine. Yeah. It's preparing for life. Life ain't life ain't easy. It's tough. There was a shooting, 14 gunshots at 4.30 a.m. four days ago. Are you serious? Yes. And I was going for my morning jog and there was maybe about 27 cop cars and there was four news reporters with like five news trucks. And we they blocked it off. I couldn't even like work out in that whole side of the neighborhood. People had their cameras trying to videotape what was going on. It was a crime scene. It said caution tape all over the place. And there's like two people in critical condition. The I'm surprised you didn't snap it or anything. How did you not I tell know. us this? I well, I told Jesse, who lives in my neighborhood, but there was like a police investigative reporter that or not he left like a card in my in my house and was like, Hey, I need to see the, the camera footage of what your camera took from 4.15 to 4.37 a.m. on Thursday morning. And I was like, it's like, not so fast. What do I get out of this? Yeah, good old Savannah. Fun place, but, uh, you know, a little dangerous. And that's, you know, I'm still alive. I'm I'm okay. I am grateful that you're still alive. We w- I would have to find another co-host like Kyle McComber if, if you happen to die. That so. would be a shout out. That would be, you know, beneficial for you probably, I'm sure. But on your side of the spectrum. Yeah, so, uh, you know, not not much new, but I do want to, you know, 
give a little, little plug here with the butter bar. So last video that I posted, the, the chicken birria quesadillas, I'm not going to say they went viral because it's not viral. You know, 500 likes is not viral. But for the butter bar page and my account, that's that's pretty damn good. That's like the most I've gotten so far. That's without promoting it. So like and we're gonna promote it. Oh well, yeah. I also I got a dude, this company called like La Sobra Birria. They reached out to me on TikTok and they're sending me a free sample of their birria mix and they want me to post it using one of their videos. So big for the butter bar. What were you I'm, People are sending free ingredients. I'm excited to try them. So, you know, I just want to plug that in real quick. And then with my, like, actual personal life, started SFL Tap Week this week. Um, I would say it's going well, but it's not – it's a little boring. I'm not going to lie. Like and To those who don't know what SFL Tap is, yeah. it's the Soldiers for Life – is that what, that's what it is, right? Soldiers for Life transition. transition. Yes, transition assistance program. Yeah. So it's what we do when you're transitioning out of the military to go into the civilian workforce. You have to do a mandatory 12 month, basically course load that just teaches you to not fall on your feet and or fall on your face rather and become a homeless person. Yeah, it's a, it's a good program. Like it, I'm glad that the army requires it for for people to do. Because it does teach a lot of different stuff, how to write your resume, how to do interviews. Um, I mean, it's not news to anyone. You know, I plan on getting out. I'm transitioning next May. Cole most likely is too. So the transition process, we're going to talk a lot, a lot about on the show. But the SFL Tap Week is actually like, it's a pretty useful thing. And it's pretty cool. Like it, it takes you away from work and you just focus strictly on classes and getting ready for, for your next step. So I'm in that process right now. I have day three tomorrow where they're going to teach me how to write a resume, even though I'm already done with my resume. But it's it's going to be fun just to sit there and uh, still technically work because my boss still hits me up while I'm in when I'm while I'm in class. But well, that's hey, listen. If you need resume tips, don't come to me. Yeah, that, don't, don't come to the SFL tap class, guy. I, I saw your yeah. LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, don't. Yeah, if you want to find what not to do, look at my LinkedIn. And I saw that like, you viewed my profile too. That you you copied my header, so I, I do appreciate that. Very flattered. I will, John. That's a compliment. Um, I know. Yeah. I, I what is it? What is it? Um, something is a form of flattery. Uh, fl uh not copying something. <laughs> plagiarizing is a form of flattery. Doing the same shit. Same. Uh, maybe I'll just switch my name onto your name for my resume and be like, okay. listen. Except for that, you're not 37. Just make a Fins down LinkedIn. It'll be Cole and John's LinkedIn. And we'll just share a LinkedIn together. If you hire one of us, you have to hire both of us. Yeah. I mean, that's what's going to happen. That's yeah, Um, Speaking, and I love transitions. I'm just so, transitioning out of the Army. Speaking of transitioning out I of want to transition to the next segment. And what else is inevitable, which is Unzip the Sip, episode six. And... This one's going to be unique. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of unique things that are happening on this episode. People, this isn't just the standard, you know, the seven segments that we go through pregame, unzip the sip, catch and release, sports take of the week, butter bar bite of the week, business idea of the week, army pet peeves. Fun fact we're going off the rails here. And this we is got some new stuff. Start. Yeah. We're going to mix things up. We're going to go into a little bit of, uh, our catch and release is going to be a first time ever mm -hmm. for 
the um you know for the women for the girls the gals and uh we're excited about that she's excited about that and we're gonna make sports you know kind of take a little left left face and then we're gonna have you know business idea of the week's gonna change a little bit so it's gonna be fun but my favorite segment yeah, i was about to say you're, you're talking segment. way too much i'm like i'm actually like so excited to try this after doing the research on it um so what we have for today is ufo and today we're gonna be trying the ufo white i also have the uh florida citrus too i also want to try that as well i have the blueberry the main blueberry yeah so we we got we got three different flavors here um and I, i'm not gonna lie when i was like i said when i was doing my research and i saw like the type of beer this was um i i got really excited so i'll let's pop this open real quick and i'll give a quick history lesson hold on wait give it a three two one three two one oh i love that sound cheers Ooh. oh yeah okay so a quick rundown so cole did you know that ufo stands for unfiltered offering that's what UFO stands for, for this beer company. Which which will play into something more exciting for us in the future. But yeah, continue. Yeah. Keep, that, keep that acronym in your head, guys. All right. So UFO. But it stands for unfiltered offering. And the reason it's called that is because they didn't filter their hops when they brew this beer. It's a hazy, it's a hazy IPA or a hazy beer, meaning that it's unfiltered. It has they add purees to it. it. You know, it's not a clear beer. That's what it means. Um, so it's yeah. actually a subsidiary of the Harpoon Brewing Company in Boston, Boston, Massachusetts, which will, which is also relevant to our catch and release. So you'll find that out later. But so it's not its own company. It's it's a subsidiary of Harpoon Brewing. Began in 1998 when the whole alien boom was going on. Like when everyone's like, oh, aliens, UFOs, are they real? This is when the subsidiary came out to be is during that time. Okay. It's 5.1%. I already said it's a hazy craft beer. Um, and they actually used to have a different brand and a different look and all that. But in 2017 is when they got their modern look. Uh, so just, just, just a little background. So this American White Ale UFO was introduced in 2009. And since it's been Harpoon's fastest growing beer style. Since 2009, brewers hand grind the spices used in the UFO to keep the proper consistency in the beer. So, I mean, I, I mean, it's it's cool. I like the history. I think that's like my favorite part about this segment is learning about the beers and like where they actually belong. Yeah, and all that. Um, and so that they also the website's sick because like your cursor on the website is actually a little UFO. So it's like, it has like a little UFO that you can like click stuff on it. I thought that was neat, whatever. But yeah. so the tasting notes for this, uh, the UFO white, it says bright, crisp, and refreshing. UFO white is an ideal companion for whatever adventures await you. So Cole, I mean, I just, I just rambled off and I ranted. I got a little too excited there. What, what what's your first impression of this? I like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I would consider myself a beer guy, but I keep it basic. You know, I like to stick with the light lagers, the standard, you know, the Miller, the Coors, the Bud Light, any in between. Um, the mainstream, as we say. But yeah, yeah, I like this a lot. I know you're more of a craft beer guy. 
I do. Um, I love craft beer. I get, I get excited with these because it looks like these one. I, I'm a lager person. I'm an, I'm an ale pilsner. I don't like doing the, the heavy dark stouts and the IPAs, but this is good. I'm not going to lie. What does it say? It's got California orange peel. and. I was just about to say, I like it even more because it has California orange peel. I like how they add that in there. So that's another thing that goes with this is like, the reason it's in Boston is because this kind of beer was so new during that time up in the Northeast, like hazy craft beer and all that stuff was more of a California West coast thing. And then it got introduced in the Northeast around the two thousands, early two thousands. So I would, I would say for anyone that likes blue moon, this is, this is better. This is a, this is a better than a blue moon. Yeah. Um, it's not as heavy. I don't taste something as heavy, even though it's got 5.1%. Um, and I think it's it doesn't have like a super like hoppy aftertaste with like the yeah. the um like the the beer taste as people would say with you know you get with some of these craft beers it's smooth yep and it's got flavor so I don't know I like it a lot but you have anything else on it before we get into our rankings yeah yeah just just a couple of things I forgot to mention two important things so it is employee owned which you know it's a big thing. Um, and this is what they have to say about it. It's not just our purpose. It's personal. That's because in 2014, we became employee owned. Everyone has a real stake in what we're building together, which I think is cool. Like the employees have a stake in the company. They have a say in the company, a product, and you don't see that very often, honestly, you know? So that's actually, I mean, I want to point that out. And then there are other tastes beyond whether we're brewing a light white ale or fruited ale, we're always trying to push the boundaries of wherever is possible in craft beer. Another cool thing. They're innovative. They keep trying out new flavors. I looked in the website. They have seasonal flavors every season. They have like, I think I counted like 12 different things. They have like apple. I think it's like not, it's not even a cider. It's an apple beer that they have during the fall, which is unique. Sounds good. I, I would try that. But yeah, so let, you know, that's, I can keep going on. There's so much like history and there's so much about this, but I think we should go into the rankings now. Yeah. I'm going to, I'll go first on taste. Come up with your ranking now. So we don't, you don't change. I do have a, a tendency to copy. You, you know, have your number right now for your taste. I easily influenced. Someone's I'm going to go first. I'm going to say 8.8 .8 for my taste. And that's, that's a great ranking. If I'm not, if I stand corrected, that is my best. Uh, no, it's not. Wait, I gave an 8.8. .8. It is my best. Yeah, I think 8.8 .8 is your best. Um, So cheers to that. That's phenomenal. What did we do last time? Yeah, you definitely. Did, um, definitely did my well. best. So 8.8. .8. Congratulations. Go ahead, John. Um, I'm giving it an 8.1. Um, reason being is I do like it. But to me, like you mentioned Blue Moon, I feel like Blue Moon has more flavor than than the uh, than this. Like, I get the orange, but I think Blue Moon has a more pronounced orange, and that's what I like about it. Um, so, I, I mean, 8.1. Okay, yeah. I think it might be because I'm more of a light beer guy, and this tastes lighter to me. So. Yeah, so it, it tastes like, it's like a mix a between beer. like Miller Lite and Blue Moon. Yeah, I agree. It has a Miller Lite taste to it. Yeah. Um, Visual, think about your visual now before we get into it. I'm going to go 7.5 right off the bat. 
7.5 is our Andy Dalton line, our Sacagawea Trail. Sacagawea Trail. It's it's right there on what it needs to be for you. It's worth your money. Again, 7.5 and above, it's worth your money. So this visual right here, I mean, it's kind of sexy. It's not too sexy though. You know, it's a, it's a standard cam. I feel like with the UFO, it's a it's a sweet. I don't know. It's got like a little Saturn planet on it, mm -hmm. and it's got some good color scheme. But you could you could really rock with like a chrome can or something with UFO as your name. But yeah, seven point five for me. Yeah, I mean, I I'm gonna give the appearance the same as a taste eight point one. Again, because. It's it's like I mean it's it's pretty much what you said. I feel like they could have done more with the UFO alien theme. You know what I'm saying? Like you have a couple of small UFOs yeah. on here, and it, you know the colors are cool, but once again, it it's almost the same as Blue Moon. I don't know when Blue Moon was made. I don't know who copied who, but it's almost exactly like Blue Moon. Like the same colors, same you know has the orange. How's the blueberry? Um, it's good then. I. Probably a good thing I ranked the taste before I drank this, because it would it would have sunk a little bit. But I think you would like it. It's you talking about you like the fruity flavor. It this tastes like I'm drinking a blueberry juice with some fucking yeast in it. Well, if you're gonna try the blueberry, I kind of want to try the the citrus here. Well, it's because I finished my first one, John. You got to start drinking. Oh. <laughs> that tastes like soap. <laughs> okay, well that's rude. Um, so what? Sorry, did, hey, yo, UFO. What spotless. did you give the? What did you give the visual? Eight point one. Okay, eight point one. Oh my gosh. All right, go ahead. Let's go. You're gonna go with utility first. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go second. Think for four seconds on what you're gonna give it. Um, let's say. I already got mine. Okay, go ahead. Yep, it's uh, 8.1. Okay. I think they're all the same to me. Like, it's all the same metric. Like, it's it's a little above average, but it, there's nothing unique about it. Like, you know, we talked about it. It's like Miller Lite combined with Blue Moon. You can still play games with it. You know, it's like any other light beer. Um, I mean, it's carbonated. It's, it's you know, it's 8.1. You know, you can do the same things with it with any other type of beer. I'm going to give it a... 7.7 .7. so i thought it was you know above average for what you can use with it i don't think it's like something that you're going to bring to a party you're not going to bring this to the beach um i think this is more like a maybe a backyard barn fire barn barn fire barn Sorry. fire backyard bonfire if your barn is on fire you got bigger <laughs> it's let's not do barn fires maybe a ufo maybe you bring it to a barn fire but i'm i meant bonfire you could bring um, it to a barn fire you know? yeah let's, one. Not do, let's not do a barn fire though so i'm going to do some calculations john yours is too damn easy mine's pretty easy i wanted to make it easy 8.1 with me i'm going to go 8.8 .8. i got a 7.5 i got a 7.7 .7. that gives me an eight to a t so john yes is this your this is not your highest ranking one is it no not not nearly so just to put these in perspective folks for the audience out there um uh, we got this is our sixth unzip the sip so yeah. six, this six, will go 
This is John's fifth highest ranking out of six. And this is my fifth as well. So just to put it, John gave Happy Dad an 8.3, Vizzy an 8.2, Loyal a 6.8, Porch Rockers an 8.2, Mom Water a 9.4, and then UFO an 8.1. Mom um, Water. I'm very similar. I gave Happy Dad an 8.4, Busy an 8.1, Loyal a 6.8, Porch Rockers an 8.1, Mom Water 8.6, and then UFO, my fifth, at 8.0. So John gave this one an 8.1, and I gave it an 8.0. Mm -hmm. um, I like it, though. I'm not going to, you know, our rankings kind of deflate it. I think we've picked some good, solid choices outside of Loyal. That, that one fucking sucked. Loyal right. was a flop. <laughs> Like, loyal nine, loyal nine. Listen to me. Loyal was a fish out of water. Y'all are a bunch of fucking clowns. Yeah. All right, get the fuck out of town. Stop charging fucking seven dollars a damn seltzer and leave my neighborhood liquor store. All right, get rid of it. Weren't these pretty expensive too? I don't remember. No, no. That's why I raised utility. It was only uh, for, for six of them. It was nine ninety nine. Ten that bucks. That ain't bad. That's about six, normal. Nine ninety nine. I'll that's take that. Yeah, for six, yeah. Um, for a craft beer, but yeah. Anyways, I think that was a solid choice. Um, yeah, you know, UFO sponsor us. You know, I mean, even we didn't give you a good rating, but you know, we we do appreciate sponsors. So, uh, refreshingly crisp and subtly sweet blueberry mix. Um, that sounds enjoyable to my to my own knowledge. Yeah. Uh, shall we? Shall we transition? Shall we say yes. to our next segment? I think we shall. And I'm actually very excited for this because it is history. I'm getting goosebumps. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm actually kind of scared. I'm getting, we're all kind of scared a little bit on the inside. Um, but listen, one thing people don't know about this world is there is a fierce, lion-hearted, angry, phenomenal human being named Rachel Martin that exists on this planet and they don't really know much about her. They're going to learn a lot shortly on our catch and release of the week. Oh yeah. She'll um, let you know. But she's going to join us in just a second, you know, kind of button up your shoelaces, zip up your sunglasses and let's just, you know, brace for impact. I can't wait. John can't wait. I can't. This, this blueberry beer maybe can wait, but you know what I mean? I'm not here for a long time. I'm here for a good time. She she is, you know, very, when you think of Boston, she is the female version of Boston. Let's, let's just say that. She, when yeah, you think of Boston. Give her, John, give her, give her an introduction. Give her like the background of her. So how do, how do we know her? So she is, if you watched episode, what was it? Three, four, 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 four. four. John Fins Gallagher was on. Fins go global. With Fins go Gallagher. global. Go check it out. Shout out, John. Uh, she is. She's dating John Gallagher. And she's the she, fiance. Yes. I'm, I was just about to get there. I was about it. She is. Actually, I probably should have started with that. She is his fiance. They're not just. They're. She's his fiance. All right. Getting married next year. Very excited about it. Um, but we met her in Savannah, just like we met, you know, all the other Fins Up crew. Don't be deceived. It's not John Gallagher. It's Rachel Martin. And what's up, Rachel? 
What's up? Hold up, Rachel. Can we not can we not just acknowledge John just introduced you as the girl that's dating John Gallagher? I did not. I did not. I said I I, I know. I corrected myself, fiance, engaged. All right. However you want to introduce me, boys, is whatever works. Can we let really quick, can we let John Iredale introduce you? Finish that introduction you was giving. I'm done with it. I'm done. She's on. We're we're gonna move. I'm on. Yeah, she's on. No more introduction. She doesn't need a more introduction. So really quick, there's there's the fins. So there's the nine fins. No one gives one rat's ass fuck about who the fuck they are or why they exist or why we like each other. It doesn't matter. But then Rachel became the original feather of the fins and feathers. What does that even mean? OG nothing feather. Really, Nothing really, but it's a feminine term. So we had to, you know... How do a we get feather it? is a feminine term. Have you ever met a pigeon? That thing hasn't got one masculine bone in its body. It doesn't matter. Uh, I feel you like gotta see some pig- Boston pigeons then. Yeah, right. Boston pigeons are pretty. They're pretty. Easy. They're pretty big. Right. Once you see your siblings get hit by a car in some traffic, you start to realize shit ain't easy. Um, mm. But that's what I'm saying is you you have to eventually incorporate the dating side of it the f- future fiancés as we will um the future fiancés of the world yes and so yeah. we incorporated the f- the first and i don't know if i mean you're you're the fiance now but like i don't know if you were there before olivia helms not in the group but you were i don't know it's confusing they were what do you mean you and Olivia were at the same time yeah yeah they were getting married we met them a week or two before they got married but they were you're right she was Jesse's fiance obviously that whole time yeah but Finns didn't exist then yeah you're right so there were no no Finns there were no there there were were no Finns so there couldn't have been any feathers (laughs) guys I'm in like the most uncomfortable seat okay Without further ado, that's that's Rachel's Peloton in the back. I was just about to shout out to the Peloton. It is. It's John's shrine and my Peloton and And, my yoga mat. And sometimes when Rachel's sweating and she just needs to go that extra mile, she looks to her left and she sees that deployment. I'm going to be honest. I don't even know what the fuck I'm looking at. I don't know what that is. (laughs) I don't know what either of those are. It's the American flag. And then I have like my, this is my office. Oh, I like that big screen. What is that? Desk? Is that your computer or your working station right there? Yeah, it's my desk, but I'm on like the, I'm on like another desk. Uh, so it's, Rachel has ADDs, so she has to give herself no distractions in that background. So it's yeah, just a, like uh, I am having a really hard time sitting here. Yeah, she's about like to Like I need to times. like, so if I touch my hair a lot or like move around a lot, it's because I like gotta move. Well, lucky for you, this is probably the longest podcast you'll ever be on. So, (laughs) probably the only podcast I'll ever be on. Shout out. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna gonna start. Yeah. Uh, you're familiar with the question gauntlet. We're gonna ask you comfortable questions, uncomfortable (laughs) questions, and then everywhere in between. And then at the end, at the end, we're gonna be on a boat. You're gonna be in the water. You're gonna choose to drown or join us, and we're gonna get you to shore. All right. Okay. And we we also have a say in that, but you know what I mean. There's a lot of firsts that are in this episode, so a lot of firsts. Um, did you introduce me that I'm the first female you've had on? We yes. have actually. We, we, we definitely. Have. Oh, well, I wouldn't know because you leave your female guests out in the beginning, so I don't know what you've talked about. 
that is that is true yeah we yeah if you, if back over you'll be able to see what we said about you and it's been nothing but yeah nothing but the best i'm sure let me um grab my stanley yeah oh yeah shout out stanley not sponsored is that spill proof is it bulletproof? No, is it spillproof? But also, oh, is it, no, is it it's not, which is actually a design flaw. And I'm kind of like, I don't see the hype of this. My other cup, it's called like S L I M or S I M or something on Amazon, and it's way better. Okay. Well, so I was going to say that could be our sponsor for our now that we're an ad company. Yes, well, yeah. I just butchered it. So. Yeah. You just, you just, you, so that would have been our first sponsor, Stanley. There's still an opportunity with but Peloton. Us. We love Peloton. Yeah, Peloton, sponsor us. I use your we app. We love Peloton. We now make money off of ads. So shout out to our audience. We're making money. Not a lot. Okay. Eventually, we're getting there. After our first female of the episode or the podcast, we won't. Yeah. The um, first female. Rachel, I'm gonna I'm gonna start us off with something that's deep down in our hearts. Something I think a lot of us are concerned about. Okay. Is chivalry dead? Is chivalry dead? Um, I'd say probably, yeah. Why, like, well, you don't see shit anymore. Speaking of chivalry, Rachel. Do you want what? shit? I don't think you want shit. That's fine. Continue. Do I want stuff? Chivalry doesn't equate to wanting things or getting things. How would you define chivalry? I think maybe we're confused on the definition. Like maybe I'm an idiot and I don't know. Will you tell me? Do you want your door open for you anymore? Or is this Oh, I'm picturing gifts. Never mind. Yeah, I was right. 2023, do you want the door open for you? No, I'm a woman. I can open my No, I but I'm saying I think that people don't think about it. It's not like a thought. You either either you were raised to automatically do it for anybody, doesn't matter if you're a boy or a girl. Like I hold the door for people. I do things for strangers when I'm walking through the door, whatever. Like if we're talking about a door scenario, like, yeah, I hold the door open for someone, but okay. also sometimes I'm busy and I'm not paying attention and I got to go. So, so you're chivalrous, but you're also efficient. Continue. No, I think that's like not a thing anymore. It's either you do it or you don't. And like most people don't, or they do it without thinking about it. Mm. I'm picturing like strangers, you know, like, are we talking about in relationships or strangers? We're talking about strangers, aliens, fiancés, everywhere in between. Yes, I think chivalry is dead. Okay. That's my answer. <laughs> I'm your, like, you can't sway my answer. I just gave it to you. I didn't, I didn't sway nothing. Well, well speaking of chivalry being dead, Rachel, what advice do you have for a man trying to marry into the Gallagher family? Um, I say, stay strong. <laughs> That's my answer. Rachel, would you say you have men figured out? A hundred percent. I would say not only men, I have everyone figured out. What are your addictions? I actually am the laziest person in America and I have ADHD. So I don't think I can be addicted to anything because I get bored with it. I literally don't have an addiction. Mm -hmm. Laying in bed. That's my addiction. That's good. That's good. It's a good one to have. Are you leaning right now? Am I what? Are you leaning right now? 
leaning yeah I'm leaning to one side because I'm sitting on my office chair and it has like a cushion underneath it that's like on my right side speaking of leaning are you a Republican or a Democrat I would say I am I don't know how people word this like economy wise Republican Mm. but on some not all some things what is it socially liberal socially libertarian yeah libertarian you're a socially liberal conservative platformed individual i just think that like people should do what they want but i more care about the economy i'm more of like we can't keep doing this so we're we're all economic over here um speaking on economy Uh i'm gonna give a great transition I need you, I'm going to give off some topics. And I need you to give you a one. So right here, I'm going to give topic, one word response. Okay. That's it. You can't give us two. It's just got to be a one word. Okay. Men with big trucks. Stupid. Baby showers. Say that again. Baby showers. Baby showers. Oh, baby showers. Um, cute. The Second Amendment. I actually don't know what it is. Party buses. Expensive. Mm. Mm. Bud Light. Easy. <clears throat> I was going to say easy to drink, but you won't let me use two words. Well, I don't know what it is. Is also several words, but that's fine. What did I say? I don't know what it is. Second Amendment. <laughs> oh, IDK. How about that? IDK is phenomenal. I actually like that. That's okay. a good answer. Yeah, I do. I do like that answer. <laughs> what do you have to say to people who say Rachel Martin is too real? Mm, and does that not mean everyone's cup of fake? tea? That's my response. What was that? I'm not everyone's cup of tea, and that's okay. So would you say that means they're all fake? Mm, I think maybe people don't want to hear what I have to say for a reason of their own. Why do you hate sports? I don't hate sports. I told you, we've discussed. I have ADHD. I can't pay attention. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I also don't care to learn. It's embarrassing. Is it? It's like, I can be honest about that. Would you rather I pretend... I think you care about what you choose to care about, which is, so it's like mind over matter. Like, yeah, I choose, which is like great for me. I can choose what to care about. And like, I'm very open with what I don't care to care about. Yeah. Respect. I, I respect that. How does using an emoji while texting show you have personality? Oh, I hate emojis while texting stop using them they're stupid Mm. unless it's like you're only your response is emoji then that's okay so i disagree but i know i'm i'm the only one on this planet that thinks this way probably i just like i don't like them i they make me cringe actually i use a lot of emojis i'm not gonna lie we know we know speaking of personality yeah. This, one, this one's a, probably the most important question tonight. Okay. What is the meaning of human life? And just think about it. Don't just give a quick, you know, what what do you think we were brought on this planet 
for? Right here. To live. But what was our purpose? To have like another round of society's the wrong word. Um like what was before us? It was, was our it? turn. Because think about it. Some people live in, in a world where it's like, hey, we were just here to eat, drink, eat, drink, sleep, fuck, and walk. And, yeah. And work. Some people think, hey, I'm here to spread the faith, baby. I think people should like live however you want to live. And so like I already forget what the question was, but basically the meaning of you, human life. The meaning of human the life. The meaning of human life is to live the life that you want to live. And that's that's li what is liberating, should we say? Libertarian. She's leaning. Yes. It's like live the life that you want. Live the life that you'll be happy with. That's a better way to phrase it. Speaking, that's speaking of feeling liberated, if you gave John Gallagher a hall pass for one night, which celebrity could he sleep with? Um I don't like think anyone's that great. I don't think anyone's better than me. I mean that's that's yeah, that's facts. Yeah. Um, I really don't think like obviously you think of like the top people in the world, like Mila Kunas and things like that, but like that's not she's it's kind of like outdated. So you're saying John would sleep with Mila Kunas if Mila, Mila but Mila. you got it. Mila, Mila. It doesn't um, matter. He's you're saying he's gonna sleep with her if he gave her a hall pass? She's literally the only one that like can come to my head right now. So I guess. So John Gallagher has a thing from Neil Kunis. No, because I was also gonna like I just saw Barbie, so I was like Margot Robbie. Like I don't know. I don't think there's anyone that I would. But do Margot that Robbie with. and Wolf of Wall Street. Okay. Um, sure. We're gonna go. We're gonna go back to the dating stage, and we want okay. you to tell us if you'd consider the following scenarios a date. Okay. Hey, let's let's grab lunch. Is that a date? um? I need to know what the like conversations were like before that. Like, hey, were I'm you flirting before? Here. Like, was she flirting back? Like, what is this the first time that you guys have talked? Do you work together? Like, I need to know more than we that. We work together, and we've talked on a few occasions. Yes. Is it like is there chemistry? There's a there's the bionic chemistry that you would they're, assume they're fond comes, of each other. Yeah, fond. Then yes, I would say that's like uh, I would say uh, hey, let's grab lunch is like a pre date, like a let's get to know each other, and then if anything comes from that, then you'll be like, yeah, our first date was lunch. But if nothing yeah. comes from it, then she would probably be like, I just went to lunch with him. It was nothing. How about like? Hey, do you want to go to the movies? I think that's a date. Okay. I think a movie is more of a date than lunch. Yeah. What I about, what about hey, I'm going to the park on Sunday. Do you want to walk with me? Um, I think that's a date. Okay. What about December 7th, 1941, Pearl Harbor? Pearl Harbor. Um, I don't know much about Pearl Harbor, unfortunately, because my people were getting killed at that time. So, not a date. Not a date. Unfortunately, again, my people were being burned to death. So, okay. 
Why am I laughing? All right. Uh, Told you, Cole. I'm a I'm a tough podcast guest. Um. Okay. Well. Well, Rachel, how do you get your competitive advantage? Say that again. How do you get your competitive advantage? Me personally. Yes. How would we say that I have a competitive advantage? Like, how would we describe that? How you're would not we get everyone's to that cup of tea? What's in your tea? If you're not everyone's cup of tea, what's in your tea, Rachel? My tea is my sense of reality and being blatantly realistic. And I, I think that's my competitive advantage is that I see the world through reality, which a lot of people don't like to do. And I see the challenges first instead of hope first. Wow. Would would you consider that cheating? No, I consider it me being a genius. Wow. I love I like that. I like that. Rachel, we're gonna give you we're gonna give you the first your first glimpse at this. I don't know if you've been familiar with this question throughout the past five episodes. Slap and kiss, marry, kill. Instead of fuck. We're a little bit PG because we don't like to say the word fuck on this show. So slap yeah, you guys are pussies. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. So slap, I'm kidding. Slap and, kiss, oh. slap and kiss, marry, and then kill. Okay. Johnny Manziel, Anakin Skywalker, and CeeLo Green. Oh my God. These are, I don't even know the second guy. You should. So, like, this is, I this, guess, this is an interesting study on the female. I don't know the second man, though. Exactly. This is why it's going to be interesting on the female geotype. Does she kill the person she doesn't know, or does she slap and kiss the guy? But you said he's him? from something. You said he's from a movie. Who was Darth Vader before he turned to the dark side? Yeah, so I think I'm going to marry him. Shout and out, then I'm going to... Honestly, I just watched Johnny Manziel's like, untold story, so I think I'll kill him. And then Jeez, I'll kiss CeeLo Green. So you're going to you're gonna, you're gonna kiss and slap? You're gonna slap and kiss. Like, if we're genuinely saying, like, kiss and marry and slap, was that it? No, kiss, slap, kiss and slap. So slap, no, slap and kiss. Like a slap it and kiss it. You're going to slap it with, with CeeLo? With love. I just like don't love Johnny Manziel right now. I just watched his documentary. You're spoiling it for me. I was going to watch that tonight, but I had it's to. actually really good. No, I, he comes in the end. He looks good. I just feel bad for him. He, yeah, he made a lot of bad decision he needs help he still needs help but like that's fine he'll get it eventually or maybe he won't not my not my business i don't give a shit it's fair but what's your biggest fear the ocean like deep water drowning i hate deep water and like that fear like I don't like feeling small and like jumping off boats in the ocean where there's nothing around. Like I have a full blown panic attack. I got to get back on the boat because I hate deep water and it's so big and the boats like above you while you're below it. I hate it. I hate the whole thing. So you don't like going on boats or you just don't like 
being off the boat. Like if you're on the boat, you're fine. Yeah. 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 Hey, but that's my biggest fear. How late is too late to get married? I don't think there's an age on it. That's good. Good answer. What do you mean there's not an age on it? There's not an age on it. Okay. Why don't you ask me the question that you actually want to ask? Me? I'm yeah. thinking about myself. Getting How? married or having kids are two different things. You can have kids and not be married. No, my, my, that's not, I wasn't asking when I'm going to have kids. I'm asking. Okay. Well, getting married, I don't think, absolutely, I don't think there's an age on it. Okay. Do you, I agree. Like, what, what, what do you have to get married for? If you want to, that's one thing. But like, if you're like, oh my God, I'm 35 and I'm not married. Like, that just means you're not secure enough with yourself. Hmm. Go get a hobby. You're right. You are right. What's the most money you've ever got from the tooth fairy? Like nothing maybe five dollars five dollars we weren't like that was like i don't even think i got money for a long time (laughs) i think i I only got money for the tooth fairy like maybe six times in my life not even wait did you only lose six teeth in your life no but like not the baby teeth my mom was just like Congrats. Tooth fairy ain't real. Tooth fairy ain't real. Just like Santa. Do you believe women are inferior drivers? Yes. That's good. That's a good answer. Would you like my reasoning or just like leave it at that? I would love a reasoning. I would love a reasoning as well. I think that women can be calmer in situations and be more alert of what's going around. Not all women. Some are, I think that women are probably more superior drivers than men, just because like we're aware of our surroundings and we are paying attention and we can like be calm in situations. Not me, but other women. Did you get the, did you understand what I just said? No, maybe not. I, I said inferior. I don't think I know what that means. It means <laughs> you believe that women are lesser at driving than men. Oh, lesser? Like they're bad at it or there's less of them? They're worse at driving than men. <laughs> no, I don't. I think men are worse. <laughs> we're going to cut that part out. <laughs> you can leave it in i don't know a lot of definitions of things i don't either i'm bad i'm bad with words i just want to hear rachel say that she believes that women are worse than men at driving no i think men are worse drivers by far not by far but like i think that if you did like i think they're worse you haven't got a car with Alyssa then (laughs) no i haven't she misses exit she doesn't pay attention so so bad Rate the Fins Up members from favorite to least. Can I get a fucking list of who's in Fins right. Up? Like... So I'm going to give you the list right now. John Gallagher is your number one. All right. Okay. Behind that, there's eight others. You've got Cole Mueller, John Iredale, Jesse Helms, Anthony Perone, Ty Gallion, Cam Ellis, Dan Shell, and Marquise Ingram. Not <laughs> last, not least. 
honestly <laughs> you just like okay i need to this is like gonna take me a little are you sure you want me to answer this yeah you got this yeah, yeah okay. what, besides, what is the meaning of human life this is probably the most important question i don't know how to rate this you you just don't give us a reasoning why you just like off the top of your head just rank it off the top of your head i'm gonna probably say like you did who's after jesse what'd you say i said tony then i said cam then i said dan shell and then i said Marcy. okay john gallagher yeah. honestly it's like i want to put this is so hard okay i'm gonna do john cole john jesse anthony no anthony before jesse marquise you say john cole Who's... john yes john. i have to john you know he'll freak out yes John, you're going to be blood related to me soon enough. Just let him have this. I'm followed by the guy. Just, just let him have this. He's a family, Rachel. He's not family. Just, John, let him have this. This is it all doesn't he sound has. as good as John John Cole. <laughs> okay. Um, so my thought it's Anthony, Jesse, Marquise. Maybe Marquise before Jesse, but I'll leave it as it is. Um, and then. So you said John Gallagher, Cole, John Iredale. John, Cole, Tony. John. Who would I say? I said Tony. Tony, Jesse, Marquise. Um, then you have Ty, Cam, and Dan. Ty, Cam, Dan. Dan, chill, rip in peace, that motherfucker. R.I.P. R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got to say. Out, I hope Dan. he's doing well. Do you get migraines? Um, I used to when I was little. It stopped though. Why is Boston the best city on the planet? I think it's the people that make it the best city on the planet. Speaking of cities, what is your favorite bar in Savannah? And then caveat to that, what is your least favorite bar in Savannah? Uh, okay. Um My favorite bar in Savannah, like, I guess is social. And then my least favorite social's good would be obviously like social or saddlebags, but like, I would never go to saddlebags sober. So it's like, we're like, I would go to a social during the day. Okay. Um, and then my least favorite honestly is upstairs the karaoke bar upstairs when it's packed Cole it's so unenjoyable it's so miserable I hate they never have lemons either no bars in Savannah have lemons I don't know what the fuck that is you just don't go to the nice ones I can't believe I can't believe you said that because what infuriates me about that you were it's the worst it was the worst Huh? Rail upstairs when it's packed. Rail rail can be good, but when it's packed like that, Cole, it's... we're not all up Rachel the karaoke singer's ass. We're stuck in the back with everyone else and we're having a miserable time. And you don't even know where we are. So I don't feel bad for saying that. Okay. Well, I feel like I'm Beyonce. 
up. Shout out Evolve wow. produce on worldly technology, just like UFO. They create weapon. What are you drinking? Systems. UFO, like the wheat, like the wheat beer. Yeah, yeah. it's the harpoon. It's yeah. like yeah. I was gonna say it's harpoon. Yeah. Well, I've also drank the main blueberry. John's drank the Florida citrus. Yeah, this one tastes like soap. This one they is. They look bad. pretty good. This one's not. This one's bad. This this one's really good though. I like this one. Yeah, the original is good. Okay, good to know. Yeah. Oh my god! Speaking of that, you know what's devastating? And John, I don't even know. I don't think you've had it either, or maybe you have. Up in Savannah and in the South, they don't have shipyard pumpkin, and okay. it is the best. John Gallagher's pumpkin beer in the world it's oh so my good. god it's i so would good. die for a shipyard pumpkin right now and they do like a sugar cinnamon rim yeah. oh my god it's so when you go good. to a bar and you order it yeah they always give you the, the sh it's so good i think it's yeah it's a really great beer it is delicious okay john go ahead okay rachel john what's your biggest turnoff um ick, as the kids are saying nowadays my biggest ick is biggest. when men and i'm not targeting either of you i'm talking about men in general are like so blackout they don't even know where they are it's my biggest ick it's so gross <laughs> every man gets like it and it's fucking disgusting it's gross I think Alyssa would agree with you. <laughs> Every <laughs> woman in the world would agree with me. It's like so, ugh. Speaking of blacking out, what's your drink of choice? Tito's water with lemon till I die. Tito's water with lemon? Why don't you just get like a Deep Eddie's lemon? For someone who loves cutting sugars and everything like that, I would never drink Deep Eddie's in my life. That's a hangover weeding. Deep eddies have sugar in it. What do you think that flavor is? It definitely has sugar. Bro. I thought it was like seltzer water. Oh, deep eddies is the most like sugar and like added flavors vodka you could ever get. It is disgusting. It's very, yeah. I'm not a big fan. Deep yeah. eddies, it's also like I can't do flavored anymore. I can't do flavored vodka. It's gross. Yeah, I'm also not a big vodka fan in, in general. That's just what college does to you. Yeah, facts. It ruins things for you. Not that you two would know, but... Facts. <laughs> Unfortunate facts. But Rachel, you've expressed that your biggest fear is being in the ocean. Yeah. Which, which is unfortunate. <laughs> this last question pertains to the ocean, pertains to the waves, pertains to the magic that happens underneath the ocean. And if you want to join that magic, Rachel, do you want to swim in our ocean? I do. I would love nothing more. I have no fear of swimming in your ocean. I'm not going to lie. I was a little scared that you would be the first one to release yourself on this podcast. And John told me to. <laughs> Hey, hold up. Before we get into this next segment, Sports Takes of the Week, can we not can we not just address the fact that I have rent-free space in John's head? And every time I chirp him on anything football, he 
loses his cool. And he now knows that anytime I send him a Jets anything, the New York Jets meme, he will lose his mind at me. And I love it. I actually have a really quick question for you. Why did Aaron Rodgers take less money for the Jets to make them a better team, but wouldn't do it for the Packers? Think about it like this. I'd love to hear this. If you are a 27-year-old bachelor and you're... But he's not. He's 50. Exactly. Yeah, listen. When you're a 27-year-old bachelor and you're competing with these 27-year-old broads, these 25-year-old broads, you got it. You got to, you know, it's a tough world out there. You know I'm, I mean? I'm really not following what you're saying. You got to make your money yeah, while you're, yeah. while you're young. You got to make your yeah, money. But he, while you're young. He's not young and he took less money. So what exactly. you're saying is so make your money while you're young. Now, guess what? When he's 55 years old, he don't need no Gwen Stefani. But you know why didn't he do it for the Packers? We didn't. Cause guess what? In Wisconsin, they sell cheese curds. He's got nothing to do up there. So he okay, needs money. That's, so now that's an argument I can agree with. He needs he needs money to be sitting up there at Those a quick trip, fire, getting though. gas for a nickel a can, and drinking fucking Miller Lite all day. So, yeah. are you a Jets fan? Or are you a Packers fan? And you'll learn this today, but in the NFC, and everyone knows that's why it's funny. Is like I'm the biggest human Green Bay Packers fan on this planet. I, everything or I know. are you just an Aaron Rodgers fan you can be just an Aaron oh. Rodgers fan no I'm a height weight college everything about a player hometown I know the Packers 92 man roster right now right now now that's the NFC guess what the Jets aren't competing with us we're not competing with the Jets I want Aaron Rodgers and NFC Green Bay East to make the fucking Super Bowl hmm. I want to play the Jets in the Super Bowl this year Packers, Jets, Super Bowl, 57. I don't Definitely won't know. be the Packers. Not going to happen. And Watch me work. Watch me work. Watch me work. Okay. Okay. Into our Anyways. next segment. Into our next segment. And this one's first. First timer for us. We've got Cole Sports Take of the Week Superlatives with Rachel Martin. And this is, we're going to do a little screen share here. Shout out to John, the Butter Bar. Our favorite okay. cooking, our favorite cooking page on the planet. You guys got to check it out. He's got over 500 likes on his last post. Um, but without further ado, we're gonna get into superlatives. Rachel, to give you a quick breakdown, we're gonna give you. A, I'm gonna give you superlative, and then you're gonna give us, you know, your choice out of the two players, and okay. you're gonna give us a quick description why. You don't have to give us a long rundown, but a quick description. All right. Of why I think they're the best, better player. No, I'm gonna give you the superlative. So like most likely to most, you know. Can I just like vote it on how they look? That's the point. I that's think that's a technique. Yeah, I that's mean, a technique you can use unless okay, you know I'll the backgrounds of each player. Um, because I'm sure you know the history of each of each player. Anyways, without further ado, John, please hit the slide. Most likely to sell you a used car. We have Baker Mayfield on the left, Justin Tucker on the right. Can I just like tell you right now? That's the point. Yeah, you got to tell us. Guy in the purple. Justin Tucker. Why? Because yeah. um, I've heard of Baker Mayfield. So I assume he's not selling cars. Okay, interesting. It's not Justin Tucker's like 
comb over that he got going on. That's like a used car. I've also just literally never heard or seen that man in my life. Okay. So he's going to sell you a fucking new Jeep Cherokee because you need one. <laughs> next, yeah. next, next one, John. Most likely to escape prison. Micah Parsons on the left. Henry Ruggs on the right. The guy, Micah Parsons. Why? Because I assume you put the other guy because he's in jail and that's his mugshot. Because he didn't escape prison. Yeah. Okay. No. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Next slide, John. Most likely to win the Bachelorette. Bachelorette. Saquon right. Barkley on the left. Derek Carr on the right. Saquon Barkley. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, well, Ooh. I, I see. I, I look at Derek Carr. He's a very good looking man. Why? Why Saquon? Um, guy on the right gives me like douchebag serial killer vibes. <laughs> that's how he. That's how he plays on the field too. If we're being honest, he like just kind of looks like a like. Uh, he'll most, kill me. He's the most Christian, wholesome man. He actually is a very good guy. That probably oh, plays is he? But he probably, like does weird shit. I mean, they're both good guys, I think. But... Probably in the background. Anyway. I'm sure the guy on the right, like, is a Christian lover and like that, like to the the end of the earth. And maybe he's like doing weird shit. I don't know. We he is. Next one, John. Most likely to be Jar Jar Binks' brother. I don't know who Trevor, that is. Trevor Jar Jar Binks on Star Wars. He's basically an alien with bacon as ears. Um, we have Trevor Lawrence on the left, Ramondre okay. Stevenson on the right. I'm gonna go Trevor Lawrence. You wanna know why? Because he's so skinny that he's already like alien like. <laughs> he's so skinny. Okay. He is. Well, and tall. He's like really freakishly tall and skinny he's got some muscle but we're gonna just hey trevor you fucking suck you're skinny. no he's just like if you were like like when i picture an alien i picture like a tall hunched over like slimy thing oh yeah like, like fucking schmeagle from lord of the rings um, again i don't know what the fuck you're talking about okay next next one john most likely to be metrosexual will levis on the left zach wilson on the right Zach Wilson. Okay. Hot. He's hot. He has highlights in his fucking hair. I can I see them. He's also the backup to Aaron Rodgers, so there are going to be no highlights for him this year. Um, <laughs> They're going to be really grown out. Next one, John. Most likely to be high school prom king. Bryce Young on the left. Mac Jones on the right. I need to know where they went to high school. Huh? Well, it all depends on where they went to high school. Come on, right now. These guys look like they're high schoolers. They don't. Um, Mac Jones. Jones look, he has a baby face going on here. Okay, so Mac Jones. Oh, like out. right now in this picture, yeah. who looks like they would be high school king, whatever. Yeah. Mac Jones looks older, so the other guy, he looks all like right. a high schooler. Shout out to the short kings. Hey, Bryce Young, not your yeah. year, but next year. <laughs> He looks really young, so him. All right, most likely, next one, John. Most likely to quit his job to stay at home and take care of his eight children. Ryan Tannehill on the left, 
Kirk Cousins on the right. Kirk Cousins, because I already know he has a million kids and he's like a weirdo. Whoa, 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 whoa. What makes what makes him a weirdo? I just watched the QB documentary and he's like a he's a good guy. It like it's too much when people are like so religious and they're like, I want 15 kids. It freaks me out. I don't, it's like you do you, but like why? Yeah, I why think he has two kids, that? but what a fucking creep. Two kids with a fucking wife. Whoa, Kirk Cousins. No, but it's like you can have you can have kids, but like, what in 2023? Why do you have eight kids? And he doesn't have eight kids. Doesn't he have a million? Like six? I think I don't know. Yes, I saw. Yes, a I'm pretty sure he has a lot. I'm gonna Google it. Philip Rivers has a lot of kids. I think Kirk Cousins has two, and I actually like. No, I agree. John, I agree with you. I thought he was like my favorite on fucking quarterback on netflix or whatever but i think he's probably one of my top like i love that guy as I far as a human being oh uh, just kidding he does have two kids maybe i'm thinking of someone else philip rivers is it not yeah. cool that i know how much kids my rival quarterback has hold on um, i might be thinking of that guy let's see how many kids does philip nine kids nine kids wife oh my god no Philip. No, Philip Rivers is not who we're talking about. Next slide. No, I know. Next slide, John. Yeah, that guy has nine kids. That's All too right. much for me. Most likely to practice polygamy. Joey Bosa on the left. Can I get like a quick reminder of the definition? You have multiple wives. Okay, that's Mostly right. Mormons. The, you know, there's like a fucking reality. Mormons. So, I got it. I got so, it. Yeah, they have 17 wives. Joey Bosa. Quick. Okay. Cooper Cup. It's like Philip Rivers with kids, but with with women that they fuck. Um, Joey Bosa yeah. and Cooper Cup on the right. Like my instinct is telling me to go left, but I'm gonna go right. I would I would agree with that one. Sorry, Cooper. But like for some reason, I want to go left because like he's given me creepy vibes. They both good. are honestly, the but Bosa's, the Boses are good looking, good looking family here. Yeah. Yeah, but like, does he have multiple wives? I mean, I don't. I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> Next one, John. Most likely to chew on a microscope. Daniel Jones on the left. Elton Jenkins on the right. Daniel Jones. Do you see the the eyes on that guy? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Photoshop. It has to be Photoshop. Like it's these fine. both look photoshopped. John, fuck you for calling Elton Jenkins' forehead photoshopped. No, Just because I'm he looks like a fucking Martian both, doesn't mean he no. is. They both looked photoshopped. I'm talking about his eyes. His eyes literally inch lower than his other eye. No, I'm just no. talking about how like there's not even a pupil. It's just a black hole. Oh, okay. All right. Next one. That looks like my brother a little bit. Right. And final superlative. Most likely to beat John Gallagher in a fight. Quinnen Williams on the left. Darnell Washington on the right. The guy on the left is bigger. But this so guy, him. look at his hair. That doesn't scare me. Guy on the left is bigger. Right. That's what scares me. So fuck you, Darnell. Quinnen Williams. Hey, that smile ain't real. All right. Deep down, he's, he's smiling because he's mad. Um, 
this is this is going to be groundbreaking, Rachel, and we're going to hold this one true for our next, you know, till the season's over in February, February twelfth, twenty twenty four, Super Bowl champions. When that's announced, we're going to hold you to this right now. This is basically March Madness. Pick your bracket, but we're okay. going to pick your playoff teams. John, I'm pretty good at this. Hit the slide, John. Okay. Really quick, just to orient you to our picture we have on the on the dashboard. All right. Your far left, your upper top left team, that logo. What mm -hmm. is that team name called? The Buffalo Bills. Fuck yes. Okay. Good job. What are you talking about. All right. Looking at the go on the on the left side, the closer to the NFL logo on the bottom right. The bottom right, John. That's the Los Angeles team. Um, what the fuck is their name? I don't know. The LA team. The LA team. Unfortunately, there's two of those because there's another one. If you look two to your right, that says LA. But we're going to be fine on that. Isn't one? One's the Rams. Good. Yes, that one's the Rams right there. The Rams. Okay. One. Oh, fuck. What's the other one? Los Angeles. The Bolts. It's It's also Lightning. a call. The Chargers. Chargers. Good. See? And now yes. we got one more we're going to orient you with before we get started. You see on the national side, the national conference, we got underneath the Minnesota Vikings. And in between the Seattle Seahawks, you got the right that that red flag. Buccaneers. Fuck yes. Okay. Good job. Good work. So here's how we're gonna do this right now. Here's how we do this, and I'm gonna record this right now. I have my paper and I have my pen, and we're gonna when we do the episode, it's gonna show. We're gonna show your picks. Okay. We need you to pick the division winner out of those four. So each row of four teams on the American and national side. There's four rows of four teams on each side. We need you to pick the winner of that division for each each or each division. So we need you to pick one of those four teams that's going to win the division this year. And then first we'll start with the American. And then after you pick the four, you need to pick three wild card teams. Basically, so the other on, teams the the on the American side, I need to pick four of those teams. Four, but one from each row. Because those are the they're in a different division. Got it, got it, got it, got it. And then after you pick one from each of those rows, we need you to pick three more, and it can be from any rows, just random. Okay, got it. And so go American side first. Pick your okay. these are your playoff teams. Okay. The Patriots. Patriots. Um For the AFC East. The Steelers. Steelers for the AFC North. The Cowboys. That's the Colts, but likewise. Colts. <laughs> I don't Colts want the Colts then. Never mind. Colts. I want... no, you... Oh. Well, I said Cowboys. That wasn't an option. Okay, so reduce that to nothing. Continue. So, Tennessee Titans. The Tennessee Titans for the AFC South. And then I'm going to go K uh, Kansas City. The Chiefs for the AFC South. And now give us three other teams that are going to make the playoffs. In the, the Bills. 
The Bills. The Raiders. The Raiders. And I want to say Bengals. 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 Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not... Hey, anything can happen. Now, I want you to give us the AFC... I think I did pretty good. I think that's all great choices. That's actually, that's, that's really good. That's I know. You guys forget. I worked in a sports bar for four years. I know what I'm talking about. You do. You do. And what's going to be the AFC champion out of those seven teams? Who's going who's gonna to win the American Conference and go to the Super Bowl? The Patriots. The Patriots. Okay. I agree. Shout out Mac Jones. And National Conference. NFC. This, this side I don't know too well. Okay. Um, so same thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going thing. Eagles. Eagles in the NFCs. Um, what's the lion? The lions. <laughs> the lions. I don't want the lions. Um, uh, I'm gonna go Vikings. All right, good choice. Good choice. And all then right. I'm gonna say. Ooh, I'll probably say Falcons over Buccaneers because I don't even know who's on the Buccaneers now. That's, that's about as good as fucking Blackjack gets. It's a crap shoot. All right. And then... So. San Francisco. 49ers in the FC West. Very likely. Okay, now give us your three wildcard teams. What is that? Like the Washington renamed ones that I can't see? Washington football team? Yeah. The Commanders? Yeah, what were they? They were the Redskins? Yeah, the Commanders now. Mm, I'm going to go with them over the Cowboys. And then... So the Commanders for your one wildcard team. Two more. And then I have two more, right? The... Is it St. Louis? What's the next to the Buccaneers? New Orleans. New Orleans. Thanks. I want them. Okay. And then um, Russell Wilson's team. What's he? He's in the AFC. He's over here. Oh, what's um? What was he? He was that the Eagle thing. The Seahawks. Seahawks. I want them. Okay. So Seahawks. Now, who's gonna make it from the NFC to the Super Bowl? Probably, I'm gonna go Falcons. So Falcons, Patriots. I was gonna do Eagles. So I'm bad with I'm bad with my math right now. But if I'm if I'm correct, Falcons, Patriots. Looking that up with my shitty Wi-Fi. In November 18th, 2021. No, that's okay. I can I can literally play the game out of my head right now. Super Bowl 51. That was a while ago, but hey, the Patriots beat the Falcons. If this mm-hmm. happens, if Mac Jones leads the Patriots to the Super Bowl over the likes of Patrick Mahomes with the Chiefs, Joe Burrow with the Bengals. Lamar Jackson with the Ravens, Josh Allen with the Bills, and Aaron Rodgers with the Jets. That is a miracle. But I yeah. like I like your idea. I believe in it. I think it's great. 
Hey, you're going to make your money. If you put that money, put five bucks down on the page. I honestly, I don't love, I don't love my choice, but I made it. I made yes. a choice. And then we're going to go with the Falcons in the NFC. Desmond Ritter. Honestly, in general, out of all these teams, who I think is going to win is. You just gave us your two teams. <laughs> yeah, you no, gave not two. I think like. Well, who's going to win out of the Falcons and Patriots? But if they don't even go. Well, got to say the Patriots. You, know, you already took the Patriots this far. We got to say they win. No, I think What's... honestly, Kansas City cannot win again. Like they just can't. I think. Yeah, who's who? Who plays on the Falcons? <laughs> they have. Probably the 31st best quarterback in the NFL. Okay, honestly, I think the Bengals deserve to win. Okay, so in a historical <laughs> charade of... I want the Patriots to win, but I think it's not going to happen. So here's what's going to happen. The, the Patriots are going to win the AFC, and then Bill Belichick's going to cheat again. <laughs> and the Bengals... In the AFC Conference Championship are going to be, by unanimous rights, the AFC elect to go into the Super Bowl, and they're going to beat the Falcons. But the Bengals are only going to win if they play the Seahawks. And so we now have a change of vote. It'll be the Seahawks and Bengals in the Super Bowl. And, and the, the Bengals are going to win because okay. Joe Burrow, right, deserves so let's, it. Let's see, race. Here we go. No, keep me for Patriots Falcons, but I'm like, if I have to be realistic, I'm gonna go. I think Bengals will win the Super Bowl. So shout out. We got two two picks for each side for Rachel. You're welcome. Okay. And these are both all of these are celeb picks. All of these are hot takes on, you know, hammer these down in Vegas. Yep. I don't know five five players on any of these teams. But you know what they're about. And that's yes. really important. Okay. So, and then we're just going to, thank you, John, transitioning from that. I think this is a lot of money is going to be made off of those picks. If you take the Bengals. Oh yeah. Or the Patriots. Can I take all of them? Like Bengals and Patriots? You could, but it wouldn't work. So mm. probably not. And like then, I'd lose money on one. Yeah. And then the Seahawks and Falcons, you know, 50-50, one of those are going to make it. We're like, we like the birds, but not the Eagles birds. Um. Going into my favorite segment, mm. and this is he's becoming a also viral my sensation. favorite segment. He's becoming a viral sensation. Everyone knows this isn't just some random guy that's trying to make it big in the cooking world. He's already made it big. Right now, he's trying to give back to his community everything he can with a glimmer of hope. He cooks for his girlfriend every night. The love out of his pants, lunch and dinner. Right now, whether it's stir fry, air fried. Freaking simmer fried. It doesn't matter. John's putting something that he has coming from a passionate plate into the mouths of the people that he loves. And I can't be more happy for him and everything that's going on with him. So, John, please, without further ado, Butter Bar Bite of the Week. All right. Hey, so what's up, guys? So, Butter Bar Bite of the Week, B Y T E, not B I T E. All right. So, first, I want to say, I already mentioned in the beginning the, the Beria quesadilla. Thank you for all the love. Thank you for all the likes. Um, shout out to La Sabra Beria for uh sending me y'all's 
Birria stuff so I can test it out this week. I'm really excited to test it out. Um, also, uh, the recipe I'm doing this week is from Blueberries for Elizabeth. I told her I'm going to do one of her recipes this week. Uh, she she posts a lot of healthy recipes, um, whether it's like salads, smoothies, or or whatnot. And I, I took one of her salad recipes and I did it this week. It's called this, uh, it's like a salad with peppers and cucumbers and, and has arugula and these things called jammy eggs, which is like literally just a soft boiled egg, right? And that's kind of what my segment's going to be about is like different ways to cook an egg because people think it's easy. People think it's simple. Like they're like, oh, it's scrambled or over easy, you know, or hard boiled. Like that's the only ways to cook an egg, right? No, it's wrong. So there are multiple ways to cook an egg and fun fact. Uh, this is not my fun fact for the end of the episode. It's my fun fact, just random fun fact. So chefs, they wear, you know, those chef hats that, that a lot of the chefs wear, like the old fashioned chef hats that have all the, like the tall ones with like the lines on them. So yes. those chef, those chef hats, they have a hundred totes. So they have a hundred creases in those hats. And what that represents is all the different ways you can cook an egg. So there's a hundred different ways, according to culinary doctrine, culinary regulation. There's a hundred, what's that? hundred eggs. There's a hundred different ways to cook an egg. All right. So you got, I, mean, I can just name off 10 right now. You got. Don't, yeah, don't give us a hundred. <laughs> I'm not going to give a hundred. I don't even know the whole hundred. I could probably list 30 to 50 different eggs ways. Eggs gross me out. Yeah. I mean, eggs grows a lot of people out because one, a lot of people don't know how to cook an egg. Let's be honest. Like, like hard boiled eggs, especially like people over know how to do that. You would be surprised at how many people don't know how to cook an egg. Like I just, I made hard boiled eggs today. For me. I'm just saying I made hard boiled eggs for me and Alyssa today. And she was like, how did you get the eggs like this? How are they so like soft in the middle? And I'm like, well, you know crazy because i'm awesome all right so so there's like what i'm going to talk about today is what the the, the salad i made and that was her jammy egg salad so there's hard boiled eggs medium medium boiled eggs and you got soft boiled eggs right and the easiest way to differentiate them is how long you cook them in boiling water right so a soft boiled egg if you want an egg that's hard boiled like the the you put the whole egg in the boiling water then you cook it for seven minutes, all right? Seven minutes will get you a runny yolk and still get you the hard, intact whites on the outside. So, like, if you want something with a little bit more, like, saucy texture or, like, something that's not, like, going to be used for deviled eggs or anything like that, you want to cook it for about seven minutes in boiling water. If you want a medium boiled egg, you want to do it for about nine to ten minutes in boiling water. And then that's gonna where that's gonna be where like the inside, the very inside is gonna be a little runny, but the outside is gonna be hard. So it's not gonna be like jammy per se, but it's not gonna be deviled egg consistency where it's like it's crumbly inside. All right. Anything 11 minutes past, that's gonna give you that hard boiled egg consistency where the inside's completely cooked. Um it's crumbly. You can make deviled eggs with it. You can use it for egg salad sandwiches, whatever. That's what most people cook their hard boiled eggs to is 11 minutes. Anything past 13 minutes in boiling water, it's going to cause this chemical reaction to make sulfur, right? So when you look at hard boiled eggs and they yes. have that gray on the outside, like most people, like when you make your own hard boiled eggs, you're probably going to notice like 
why is it gray why does it smell bad why does it like have this like bitter taste it's because of the sulfur on the outside so that gray on the outside is actually sulfur so we if we see sulfur on our eggs do not eat them it, it, it's not harmful <laughs> like it's not gonna like kill you what but should it, i cook my eggs like though if i like if you if you want a, if you want a traditional hard-boiled egg 11 minutes okay now what if i want a fried egg if you want a fried egg it's, it's a whole different cooking technique right so boiling an egg those soft <laughs> medium they're soft medium and hard if you want to make a fried egg you got over easy you so got over fried egg i don't just throw it in a bucket of water right i put that on a pan you, without water you fried the egg yes so Thank that's you. why it's called a fried egg so you got you got a traditional fried egg you get at a diner okay and that's where you cook it on both sides so you cook it on the bottom and then you flip it over and you cook it on the other side and you cook the yolk that's a fried egg over easy or sunny side up is when you put it in the pan you don't flip it okay you just put it in the pan you put a lid on it that's over easy so if you go to a diner and say i want over easy eggs that's going to give you that runny yolk and a lot of times they don't cook the egg all the way through because the top is like sometimes raw where it's kind of runny and stuff that's sunny yeah, side up yeah. then you got over easy where you flip it and you only cook it for about a minute you got right. over medium where you flip it and you cook it for about two minutes you got over hard, which is, you don't get a runny yolk. You flip it over and you cook for about three to four minutes. All right. So right there, I've already listed, what, 10, 12 different ways to cook an egg. And that's just frying an egg. That's just boiling an egg. That's not even mentioning different ways to scramble, soft, medium, hard scramble. You got like, um, what, what do you got? No, I, I fucking love you. And I know you, I love you, you too. Could, you could list out all 100 types of ways to make an egg. I, if you gave me enough time, I could probably list them off without. Yes, without even looking at it. What's your butter by bite of the week? Is how to make an egg or is it the different types of ways? The different ways to cook an egg. And then like for something like with, with her recipes, I was talking about blueberries for Elizabeth. She doesn't use dressing in a lot of her salads because that soft boiled egg acts like a dressing and it already acts like a coating for your salad. That's why I'm saying if you want to make a really healthy salad, without making like a salad dressing or like a mayonnaise best dressing where you're like, I mean, a mayonnaise best dressing alone is maybe 250 calories. I was going to say dressings actually the worst thing for you. It is that it is like when you go, like I just got Chick-fil-A for Alyssa the other day and I got a salad. I'm like, Oh, it's kind of healthy, but that dressing alone was 300 calories. And it's about like, yeah, the dressing kills it. Yeah, Yeah. What's funny about that is like you fucking die in less than 85 90 years and like do we really give a fuck about 300 calories when it gives i know you do you definitely do i'm starting to because as i get older my metabolism is slowing down we're right it's just being as you get older you're more conscious of what you're eating do i want to eat this caesar salad dressing or can i eat this salad with a hard-boiled egg and salt and pepper yeah or you you use more you make seasoning. a choice like everything so, bagel seasoning is like magic you can put that yeah. on anything and it's going to taste like great like what i do when i do is this i make eggs what i do is i take out the yolk give that to my dog and then i just i cook an over hard 
You're just cooking egg whites, Cole. Yeah, that's, yes. that's not over hard. That's just it's, scrambled egg that's whites. That's just egg but whites. That's, but that's one and of the hundred ways. You can buy a container of egg whites. You don't have to like take the yolk out. That's one of the hundred ways you can make eggs. Shut up. That's yeah. not eggs. That's egg whites. That's 101 ways to cook an egg. Is you give the yolk to your dog <laughs> and you scramble the egg whites. <laughs> but Pink. no, I mean, it's, it's, it's just learning because eggs are like, it's the most used ingredient for chefs. Like it's, we use it all the time, whether it's for baking, whether it's for cooking, whether it's for salad dressings, whether it's for sauces, eggs are the most used ingredient out of any other ingredient in the world just because of that. Right. And that's why it's so like highly like honored in like the chef community. That's why our hats reflect the different ways to cook an egg. Um, because I bet half the salad dressings that you use, other than probably the skinny girl dressings that you use, Cole, actually have like eggs and stuff in it, like egg yolks. Like Caesar dressing has egg yolks. Mayonnaise is literally egg yolks, oil, and salt and pepper and meat. Like, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they're like eggs are used in everything and so that is my butter bar bite of the week is the the utility of eggs the different ways to cook an egg the importance of eggs and like the culinary industry and even everyday cooking if you're trying to find hacks to lower down like calories use a soft-boiled egg use that yolk as like a healthy natural fat instead of getting like a salad dressing from the store that has like soybean oil or like you know whatever uh, canola vegetable or anything like that that is just pure saturated fat get an egg that's like fat soluble that's that's um fat soluble vitamins it's healthy for you it's good and then shout out to uh blueberries for elizabeth i just videoed one of your recipes i'm gonna be posting it this week shout out so thanks for the support once again yeah thanks for the the chicken birria quesadilla support like it sounds stupid. It's not a lot of likes in the long run, but like for my ratio, it's pretty, pretty good. And it got me like, I was looking at my analytics the other day and it got me like 31% more followers. Yeah. So and I'll say this, I'll say this right now, John, I'm proud of you. Before I let Rachel talk her last spiel about the butter bar bite of the week, before we go into the next segment, I'm going to say really quick, you have busted your ass in the kitchen for seven years you know it doesn't matter you obviously who gives a fuck about who looks at it no one cares but as a person that's ate your food several times you're good at cooking not just good at cooking you're good as fuck at cooking people would pay much more money to have you cook for us than we would go to a restaurant and have some you know nice fine dining restaurant cuisine at a fucking nice city it's that's the truth um so when we talk about stir fry, how to cook stir fry, how to do air fry, how to do cook an egg, John's just going to the basics right now. He's going through the fundamentals to teach the basic beginning cook how to start in the kitchen. All right. That's his fundamental process of how he's doing the butter bar. But John, he ain't no fundamental cook. All right. He's a CIA. And I'm not talking special agent. I'm talking special chef. Report on blue. Yeah, yeah, and so he's working his magic. Look at those arms. He's he's not just sitting there with a fucking tong. All right. He's getting after it with the knife. So shout out Butter Bar, the real Butter Bar. Um, it's on Instagram, it's on TikTok, Facebook, whatever the fuck you want. He'll cook you a rhino, he'll cook you an ostrich. It doesn't matter. Just put it in the hat and you'll see what come out. Fantastic. Um, Rachel, what do you got? Don't sleep on the utility of an egg. 
Don't sleep on the utility of an egg. Amen. Okay. And Joel's <laughs> <laughs> getting choked up about the eggs over here. <laughs> Transitioning to our next segment. We have the first time ever. We're switching the, the business idea and we're going into our first unfiltered female opinion okay. encounter a ufo encounter unfiltered female very excited about this segment encounter of our show of the podcast the number one worst global podcast of all time has its first ufo encounter unfiltered female opinion with rachel martin soon to be rachel gallagher October Soon 5th, to be. October, Soon to be. October 5th, 2024. Um, don't come unless you're invited. Amen. We don't know where it's at. It's Boston. Seaport. <laughs> Anyways, um, we couldn't be more excited. I want you to get real with this, all right? This is something that we expect. I'm something. ready, but are you also sharing your unfiltered opinion oh well, when we, if we're sharing i got one well when we're unfiltered unscripted and unqualified we're going to share everything we have but the thing is we've never had this ufo encounter before so we're nervous we're anxious. Well, like i'm going to give you a ufo encounter but like i want one back i'll okay. give you one. give you a ufo reaction okay no i want calls okay am i going am i ready okay ready. Give we're like it's like one of those things like an alien sees a human for the first time what do you do like you freak out but like are we gonna fucking act like we don't know that the other guy is also freaked out too like we're all freaked out the aliens probably more freaked out than we are honestly. but are we gonna shoot the alien no we're gonna like let the alien talk so without further ado rachel martin okay um late night for me um my unfiltered female opinion and keep in mind we're this is a new part because we're doing female opinion yes this isn't my unfiltered opinion it's my unfiltered female opinion yes is that men need to be humbled more often (laughs) elaborate i think you guys literally have nothing happened to you in life And we naturally, as women, have to go through so much more, like childbirth, carrying a child, having periods, having boobs, back pain from the boobs. You got, what do you guys have? What do you have? You have nothing. So I'm not saying that you need to like bow down to women, but I just think like once in a while, men like should be humbled and like reminded and appreciate what we do and what we go through that's my opinion i just had i had my girlfriend in the back say amen um but hey you got to continue on that because this isn't like a short answer um i'll give a quick feedback on that yeah no i can't continue on that until i get feedback like i need a response it's a debate and it's not a debate there's nothing to debate because i'm right so you're right i don't have boobs you I don't, don't have, carry a child either. You don't. I don't carry birth. a child. And am I scared shitless? Not that I will toss. Like you know, what I mean, there's like that point zero 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 one percent chance that the guy 
This is the kid. <laughs> you can have a kid, No. It, it's happened to a man before, has it not? No. No. It's not. You idiot. They were transgender before. So technically they still had a vagina. Then they transitioned to a man. And then they're not really biologically a man. So they call themselves a man. But okay, they got well, pregnant. Then that's whatever. That's great. That's what you're, but like, so no, it was not a man that got pregnant. Okay, so relief. Just kidding. That's a joke. <laughs> relief for Cole that he can't get knocked up. Shout out the egg. Pardon me. <laughs> Shout out to the um, egg. The 101. In, in for real, this kind of transitions from an egg to, can you egg. have an egg? I just think that men need to sometimes be humbled and rem be reminded that they don't do any hard stuff with life. They don't life. run the world. They don't run the world. Yeah. And I agree with that. I also think something that's unique is like, we also are living in the world now in 2023 where Barbie just came out and that's kind of a, not a revelation. Everyone fucking knows like good people are good people. And I think regardless of gender, good people are good people. And yes, I agree fall in love with that. With whoever you fall in love with, whether it's man and woman, I agree with all man, of them. I literally don't care who you are, who you're with, or what you're doing. All I'm saying is that if you have to carry a child and physically give birth to a child, you deserve more respect. Or you just, or if you are a person who can never physically get pregnant and you cannot give birth and you are a man, you need to be humbled a little bit more. Yeah. But what I, I I do I I agree, but I it's just uh, I like to, I like to be the devil's advocate, and this this sure. guy so this guy this just this drives Alyssa crazy because cancel I, this motherfucker right now. Yeah, honestly, just yeah, I'm gonna be kicked off this just podcast. Cancel him now next week. But okay, look, let's say in this in this scenario, this is scenario based. The one like you're in a relationship, but the woman doesn't one you know she doesn't have kids doesn't want to have kids doesn't you know uh -huh. i understand the period thing like okay have some respect you go through like an emotional hormonal thing i get it but like is do you think it should be like hung over the head of like men to be like oh we no. have periods like no I don't think that. I don't think people should hate men. And that's what, like, I knew that this was going to go down this path. I don't think people should hate men. I don't think men are bad. Yeah. I'm just saying, once in a while, to show a woman more appreciation of what they have to deal with. Or, and I don't have an idea of, like, how men should be humbled. But I just think a lot of men don't actually take a step back and think, like, wow, I don't have to do half the shit that this female has to do or this woman has to do. Like, I think that's the point I'm trying to make is like, just take a step back and you don't even need to do anything. Just as long as you are aware and reminded, then that's all that I'm saying. I, I don't think people should hate men. This isn't like a go on a fuck men campaign. No, oh, yeah, that, I, I wasn't meaning that you guys said fuck men. I was just like, is that something that should be hung over men's heads? Like, oh, like, you know, but I do agree. Women do go through more physiological things in their body. Right. You know, yeah. it, it's it's real. It's it's true. Yeah. And, and all, all Rachel's saying is once in a while, give a shout out. 
the women don't just give a shout out to the women and just like i don't even know maybe humbled's the wrong word but like i don't even know how to like show your respect I think it's, I think it's, I think humbling, I think humbling is a good word because like, yeah, we don't do yeah, it. just like it would be great if you were like, if like one time a man was just like, wow, I just had a thought like, I don't ever have to give childbirth. And like, that's crazy that you have to go through that. Like, just recognizing it that it's crazy is good enough for me. And but a lot of men, I feel like, just don't acknowledge it or don't realize it until they're obviously in it and like they're, wife or baby mama is about to give birth like whatever but still even then they don't realize what's happening so just like get humbled a little bit and be reminded once in a while i mean i grew i, I grew up with two brothers so you know it's like right it's a lot like i grew up in a in a like a family that was like oh we didn't deal with you know other than my mom but like it's right. like different that if you grow up i'm all boys all brothers like right and then you start like you know you start dating or like you know like you know other, uh, you, you talk to a female it's, species. it's a scary it's a scary it place it's like, it's like what are these feelings like why are you feeling it's a scary so place that's that something we live that's in our heads yeah that's something i struggle with i'm like you know someone starts crying and you're just sitting there like our brains just like go crazy i don't even know like, how to describe it because it's not like a pms thing like it's not a period thing it's just like it's just, how my brain works it's different bodies different physiological like setups and it's just yeah I just think it's like so I just cannot get over the fact that like I have to give birth like that's just really and, crazy and we can't wait I, if honestly you us, if you want us in the labor and delivery room we will be there and John we will be there Vince down we'll be there to support well, John John it'll probably be just number two in command cole you know god like, i'm still god willing that i would be able to have a child but you all know to stay far away from me when i'm pregnant rachel why am i number three because I, you're not I'm, number three i'm about to be in your john face. you're number three because you're with Alyssa. you would be number five if you weren't with Alyssa. let's be honest oh my god that's so <laughs> not true rachel I thought I just I Cole. Thought, I am Cole. I am proud of you for coming up with that, but that's not true. All right. On the next segment, this what? is something that we need your help with because you're the first non-army human being that's been on this show. Yeah. So this is something where we have a unique perspective where we're dealing with someone that you know has real job experience, you know, has been yeah. successful in what they've done. Worked with shout out evolve. Um, doing yeah. great weapon detection they're all over the place you're looking at the Green Bay Packers you're looking at army bases you're looking at any type all of big all over the world any big venue across the country and even in the fucking globe evolve is there and so yeah. we're they're based out of Boston that's where Rachel works she's doing great for them she works with customer services she works with products like you're working <laughs> with basically making sure that the third the the allocations allocations get the there. systems there or logistics, I it's all the way yeah. down to fort eustis it's all the way down the to logistics fort. the logistics she's managing you know the throughput and making sure everything's getting to where it needs to be how it needs to be um so she's managing that but without further ado i've said that four times on this episode you, you um, say that so many times <laughs> cole and john were were military yes we're dealing with getting out of the military and something that we we're dealing with is, is 
networking. Now, that's something that I'll keep hearing about. And John, I'm sure you're the same way. You've been in SFL tap this whole week. Yeah, my transition life. Yeah, your transition assistance program is how important networking is. And I'm going to be honest. I've said this in the last two episodes. I hate without more than a passion. Networking is the bane of my existence. I hate it. I'm a closed circle guy. I don't like fucking talking to people I don't need to talk to. And just just today, someone was supposed to call me. He called me from LinkedIn. He told me last week, hey, we, we talked on the phone because he fucking called me without me knowing who the fuck he was. It's like, hey, I'm going to talk to you next Tuesday. We're going to talk about your future plans. And I was like, yeah, that sounds good. Like 2 p.m. And then I was like, I'm not talking to this motherfucker. I'm not going to talk to this dude. Who the fuck is he? And I even called John before I called him. I'm like, I'm not answering this guy's phone. But regardless, networking, it's important. That's all I hear about is how you have to do business. And that's the scariest part about it, in my opinion. John can go on, but Rachel first. We want to hear what you have to say about what it takes to start out with a successful career as a first, and you just have your fiance that just did it a year ago. And now look at you sitting in the big box house. So I agree that everyone harps on networking while it can be beneficial. And if you're lucky enough to meet the right person to get you in the door somewhere, great. But 90% of the time, It doesn't help and it doesn't get you anywhere. I don't think that people should be told that networking is the end all be all because I don't believe that's true. Now, when you're in the door and what you said that I do disagree with is that you don't like to talk with people outside of your group. You can't do that in business. Like I just had an onsite where I was there for a week. As you know, Cole, you were visiting. I was very tired. All I did, but this is with people that I work with, but all I did was talk all week long. And that is a sense of networking because you never know where those people are going to end up and you never know what they're going to do. So you always want to be presentable and professional and you don't need to always know what you're talking about, but you need to know what you want and what your future looks like and what you want your future to look like. So it doesn't need to be like, I have to go out and I have to go network. That's the only way I'm going to get a job. I don't believe that. I don't think that's true. Do you need to answer everyone on LinkedIn? No, you don't like that guy. He only scheduled with you because he gets commissioned. The more calls that he books, just so you know, that's what my mom said. Yeah. I, I can, I know how this all works. I worked for a recruiting firm and then I was hired by a recruiting firm. Like I know how this works. And same with one of my best friends. She gets commission based on the amount of people that answer her and set up a meeting time with her. So that guy doesn't actually care about you. So don't waste your time on people like that. Cause maybe he can get you a job, but like he also just wants the commission for getting a yeah, phone call with getting you. Getting himself some fucking money. Yeah. But that's his job. And you could very well be in the same position as him and like you're helping him out. And again, you never know. So if you're up to it, sure, talk to people. But if you're not feeling it, don't do it. I don't think that networking is going to solve any of your either of your issues or like concerns about entering the real world. I think being realistic 
is what's going to help you and like setting realistic expectations. Like that I think is the biggest problem with military people. And I don't like when people compare themselves to John Gallagher because John Gallagher had a master's in Homeland and cyber cybersecurity. Yeah. That doesn't help you guys. You, he had anything on a job description that said five years experience, guess what? He could apply to it and probably get it because he had his master's with no experience in cyber. So that doesn't help you guys knowing that like, that's not beneficial information. That's why I don't love when people use him as an example, because he, yes, he did the right things to get out. And yes, he did do like the skill bridge program or whatever like that's helpful but you can't compare yourself to him because he had a huge advantage yeah well, so you have to remember that think about tony think about tony tony's in a similar and we'll, we'll have tony on eventually but think about tony like he's not he's in a consulting it's, it's, position it's, it's different because john not only does he have his masters but he also has the military experience so he has both experience and a master. Well, this is where I also like want to remind you guys, like, unless you're applying for a military corporate firm, like a DOD program firm or whatever, which I would consider, I would consider Raytheon. Yes, Raytheon is a a DOD. Their general contractor they're, they're for, affiliated with the government. It's yes, they out. work with the Shut government. Out. Unless you're applying to a company like that, your resume does not make sense. You guys need to figure out how to turn your resume from military to civilian because your resume is not going to make sense to anyone that's reading it if they don't have military experience. And see, that's why, Cole, when I sent you my resume, I had Alyssa's brother look over it first, Paul. He looked over it. He's like, you need to change this, this, and this. Like the more numbers you have on there, the more you can. Yeah, come. those numbers mean nothing. My mom is the director of HR. She's a human resource director. She helped John with his negotiate his salary with, with Raytheon. She helped John with his resume. Like John, my mom and Paul helped John with his resume, but my mom was there to help him negotiate and like how that all works. And luckily we have her. He, I mean, she's HR. She's the head of HR. She knows everything. So she'll be able to look at a resume and automatically be like, what does this number mean? This means nothing to me. I can't tell what your skills are. I can't tell what your experience is because I don't know what I'm reading. Yeah. Like if I, me personally, Rachel Martin can't read it, then it's no good. And you also have to remember like someone like Paul is great, but it really depends on where, like what you're applying to, like what you yeah. want to do. Yeah, that, that's something I'm learning in my classes. You got a targeted resume and then you got a master resume. Yes. So yeah. whatever the job description says, try to get your resume to say yeah. basically what the job description yeah. says without Use those skills. Show those skills that, that apply to that targeted resume. And that's the biggest thing is I, I don't know what the fuck I want to do, John. So that's I'm okay. You don't need to know what you want to do. You just need to start somewhere and figure out what you don't want to do. That's my biggest piece of information is figure out what you don't want to do. I've had so many jobs. Like I know what I don't want to do. I do not want to do recruiting. I do not want to do cold calls, like sales in any way. Like I, but I've done those jobs. So that's how I know that I don't want to do it and I'm not good but, at it. But there's a correlation here and you work in the business sector too. So you understand uh -huh. like, 
project management, consulting, operations management, logistics supply chain management, business development. All of those have management, mid-level, entry-level positions. But the thing you're looking at is like you can enter at a higher level on one type of those, you know, operations level positions. And then which one, like consulting, like I look at myself, like I'm an entry level motherfucker. You I'm going to go into, I'm going to go into a consulting firm you're, and you're, offer fucking goddamn no. You're, you're not, you're not. He is. You both are entry level in the business world. I 100% you, disagree with that because I'm going to. You have I'm, to see John, it like, depends what company you apply for. John Gallagher is in an entry level role. That is entry level. But as but as, he gets paid well because it's a good company. But it, it with research, it's like if you for a senior manager position at a consulting firm, or um, whether it's uh, uh, business sales or whatever, yeah, it's typically a senior manager. They require five years of experience, which for someone like me and Cole. We're going to have five years experience in that job field. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. in consulting or sales or something like that, especially. When I, see what both, that. I see what both of you are saying. Well, I, I have that. logistics. Well, no, but I see what I see. Logistics. What logistics. Yes. Logistics. You can, Which I work in logistics. So yes, you can do yeah. a lot with logistics and you can definitely get into, I wouldn't say manager because you guys also have to realize a senior role. Yes. I will agree with managers in corporate are not they are managing people they aren't doing like the actual work anymore and they turn into and a lot of companies now promote within so you would get hired as a senior and then work there for a year and then maybe you become a managing senior logistic or a logistics manager something like that a lot of people hire within. And once you get that management role, you're not really doing the job anymore. You're managing the people to do the job. That's the difference. Yeah. I I just think there's a fine line between selling yourself short and like, kind of like you have to find, I, I agree with you. Like you have to find one, you have to know what industry you're going in. Yeah. Like if me and Cole went into healthcare, we know nothing about healthcare. We're going to be in an entry level right. position. Whereas let's say, you know, whether it's sales, business consulting, we have a business degree, we have five years managing, whereas my case is logistics, supply chain management, Mm -hmm. I might be able to get a senior level position, Mm -hmm. but we also shouldn't sell our military careers short either. No. As far as, you know, we, as a captain, whether you're a commander or you just need to know how to word that experience and how to put it on paper yeah is and don't sell it short it's just a lot of people aren't going to understand it and that's the hard part but like I have a guy on my logistics team he's currently in the reserves he does logistics in the reserves I don't know what that means but he's not a manager he's not a senior he he has his military experience he's done it for a couple years he's done logistics for a couple years and it's just it yeah it's what i'm saying is it's hard to get into the corporate world as a manager when you haven't been a manager before in a corporate setting yes and i agree and i'm gonna finish i'm gonna take this point home before we go to our fun fact i agree with you rachel 100 everything you just said that's like my fear 
is like all of this that needs to be, whether it needs to be translated properly or they're not going to understand it or accept it because what we do doesn't exactly correlate with what they expect or want. Mm -hmm. But my thing is like putting it on paper is like, I know me and John and same with John Gallagher and Tony, like we're, we're hard workers. You know what I mean? Like we, we like, we're going to put our all into something that we do and we're, it's hard to like, okay, I'll put me against someone else. Gladiator. So like, all right, we'll, we'll overcome and achieve and adapt and win. But yeah, putting it on paper to be like, Hey, listen, like this person graduated from a four-year school recently understands all of business management concepts. You don't because you've been in a, you know, the last five years you've been leading soldiers through logistics and supply chain concepts, but you know, on deployments and whatnot, whatever the fuck it is. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. it's hard to translate that. I agree. But it's like, do we know deep down, like, hey, you put me in that position in three months, I'll calibrate and I'll be- Of course, everyone thinks they're the best at what they do and everyone thinks they're the hardest worker. And I'm not saying you're not, but I am saying is all you need to do is sit down with me or anyone that is not in the military and tell me what you do for work explain it to me and we'll type as you talk like that's what and that's my to everyone anyone that listens to this in the military sit with somebody who's not in the military and does not have experience in it at all and just explain what you do every day and explain your job and explain your responsibilities and that person will type while you're talking and then you form it and build it together or you form it. You just need to talk out loud and explain to a civilian what you do and type it out with them. And that's and that's all she wrote. That's what we need. Yeah, that's, dude, think... that's that's the amen exto facto that we need. I don't even know what that means. I don't either. Um, the hard part is just getting in the door and then proving that. We're yes, both. I agree. The hard part's getting in the door. And like Rachel said, she knows how to get in the door. That's, that's kind of what like you us. guys are me. I don't know how to get in the door. I work hard and I applied to over a hundred companies. I didn't even finish school. I literally didn't, I don't have a bachelor's. I did not finish college, but the issue, and when I got hired at my old company, I applied to hundreds of places. I went on countless interviews. I made it to the last round where they flew out CEOs to meet yeah. me and I didn't get that job. But you just need to take a step back. And I know you guys are on a time restraint, so that makes things harder, but like, don't, you just need to find the right company. Like I'm so lucky I found my company and like, I love it you just need to like keep trying and whatever's not working you got to like pull back and be like okay what could not be working on my resume like how do I improve on this and just keep trying different things and literally just monitor I monitored every job app there was that could apply to me and then also like I would say I was getting to a point where I was like willing to do anything and I was like yeah, sure. I can go manage. Like I was going from working in a logistics position to, yeah, I'll just go back to managing a restaurant. 
And it's like, what? No, like, cause I was no. just, I wanted to get out of that job so badly that I was like willing to do anything and like willing to take whatever was given to me. And it's like, you do need to, that's when you need to like put a pause on the applications and take a breath. Like it will work out. I am the factor of that. I did not graduate college. I've had great business experience. I've done it all. Just keep trying. You can't, not that you doubt yourself, but like, just take a step back and try to figure out what's not working. Cause you will get interviews. You just need to apply to the right places and also be humble. Don't think you're getting a president job or a chief logistics manager or something like that. Like stay humble and stay realistic is my advice. Yeah. I like that. Be the stay humble. Speaking of humble, humility. humble. And that's that's gonna that's gonna take us to the the spot I want to be at because right now you know I'm I'm calibrated I want to be humble for the rest of my life. Yep. Fun facts, Rachel. You know how this works. You're gonna give fun. You're gonna you, you. I have no doubt you've watched the first five episodes from front to end. Yeah, I've watched them all. All of them. All of them. All two hours. And. I have a I have a feeling this one's gonna still reach the climax of the longest one, and I'm it's, without I couldn't be more proud. Um, couldn't be more proud. I almost said without further ado for the fucking seventh without time. Without further ado, myself in the fucking the head. Facts. <laughs> All right, please, Rachel. Fun fact, and then we're gonna follow it with John's. We're gonna see who's better. I'm gonna rate. I'm gonna rate it. My fun fact is that my thumbs are double jointed. <laughs> Do it again. Okay. That's my fun fact. <laughs> you can't do it. You're missing it. I'm popping the joint out. You guys can't do it. Okay. All right, John. Please give me something. Um. Okay. Yeah. So I have two. And they're both related to the uh, the same subject, all right? So unicorns, right? Unicorns, mythical creatures. But little did you know, they have a lot in modern, uh, a lot to do with modern society. So in Scotland, the unicorn is a national animal for Scotland. I think I knew that. Yeah, but not a lot of people do, all right? Because unicorns. Did you just? That was the fun fact. No, okay. no, no. It's okay. a two-parter, all right? So unicorns are the national an national animal of Scotland, but it is also illegal to hunt for unicorns in Michigan. So we think unicorns are these mythical creatures, but why are these laws there that says we can't hunt unicorns? And two, why are unicorns the national animals for certain countries? It makes me think that unicorns are real. I would say that's a conspiracy theory. Yeah. And that's a segment you guys should have. That would be a fun we, one. Trust me, when we go to our th we go to our three hour expansion episodes, we yeah, are we're gonna get up to three hours. <laughs> you our should just honestly special. do a whole hour and a half of conspiracy theories. That's gonna be a special segment. Just one episode of conspiracy. When I'm back on, because <laughs> I have so many. Rachel, I think it would be funny if we do an episode where it's like we have ten people on on one episode, and we just bring them on for ten minutes, and then we just do like 
you know, like an hour and a half. Where we're just like, like a speed right. round. Yeah, speed round. But John, finish this with your last fun fact. He just did. That was that was two fun facts. You can't one. hunt them in Michigan, and they're the national animal, animal Scottsdale. Scottsdale, Arizona. Scottsdale, Arizona. They're the national animal of Scottsdale, Arizona. Oh, I picked my bachelorette destination, Cole. Where is it at? Nashville? It, Savannah. It's not Nashville. Fucking, if it's in the Northeast, I'm going to fucking... It's sleep. not in the North. Fort Lauderdale, baby. Okay, you're right, because they have the best yachts, and you were yeah. bragging about it earlier. You guys went there like fucking five months ago. We go once a year. Hey, okay, what's your fun fact? Talk about 27 friends. Top 27 make John Gallagher's. I'm proud of myself. I know. I, I think I barely made the cut. I was right before Clamor. <laughs> I was number 26. Not only my number behind 26. you, but down. I'm number 26. I'll never reveal I'll never reveal what Jesse texted me as soon as that group chat was made. But the funniest the funniest thing I've ever had was when Jesse Jesse texted me solo after that group chat came out of, of John Gallagher's bachelor party nomination list and like mm-hmm. funny as fuck anyways i'm gonna i'm gonna take us home on this episode we started out with the pregame john talked about how wait, his... wait, wait what did jesse say i'm not going into it all right you, you can't know just say jesse said I'm something sure it was something fresh it was something fresh john all right and we're gonna keep it fresh that's we're lame. not gonna make it stale that's lame um, we start uh, once we end the episode i'll talk to you about it okay in the after hours so yeah. we have, we start out with the pregame. John talks about his chicken birria, sriracha birria, about how it made over 500 likes. I couldn't even, 500 likes, 2,000 likes, doesn't matter. John's doing a great job. My neighborhood, two shootings in the last four days. That's fine. I'm still alive. It doesn't matter. I'm in Savannah. And guess what? I'm Cole Mueller. Um, we go into the catch, not the catch and release, the unzip the sip. Let's not forget UFO, UFO white. John gave it a 8.1 and Cole gave it an 8.0. Our fifth out of six, Beth. Beth, I have a lisp. Best. Cole, you never gave a fun fact. I don't give the fun fact. Remember, it's supposed to be. Oh, wait, I have to rank your fun facts. All of those were terrible. Why don't you have to give a fun fact? Only one of the hosts and then the guests. It's not both the hosts. Okay. All right. You guys want a fun fact? I don't know. Why, why does a shark swim in salt water? Because they'll die in fresh water. That's the, that's the <laughs> truth. <laughs> because if they swam in pepper water, they would sneeze. Hey, shut up. <laughs> that's a joke. That's not a fact. <laughs> All right. So, All right. welcome. <laughs> I just took the fucking crown on that one. Yeah, All shut right. up. <laughs> so, we did Unzip the Sip with UFO White Lager. Based out of Boston, very good. John gave it an 8.1. Cole gave it an 8.0. Our fifth out of six rankings for our Unzip the Sips out of the total six episodes we've had. Still, stay positive, UFO. Then we go into our catch and release, our first female on the show ever. Rachel Martin, soon to be Rachel Gallagher, the fiance of John Gallagher. Um, That was good. It was worth our time. She did great. She put her all into it. And then we went into the next segment, Cole Sports Take of the Week, which transitioned into 
Sports Take of the Week Superlatives with Rachel Martin. And she gave basically who's the best players in the NFL based on the superlative with who's going to make the Super Bowl. And she gave four. Maybe teams. two Super Bowl winners. She gave four teams. It's going to be two Super, Super Bowl winners. So, yeah, yeah, we're excited about those four teams. We got the Bengals. We got the Patriots. We got the Seahawks and the Falcons. Those four teams, you best put your money on right now. They're going. Someone's to going. Someone's going to make it. We Someone has to. And then, speaking of someone has to, someone has to make a goddamn egg. There's 101 ways to make an egg. We didn't know this until John told us, but we couldn't be more excited about tomorrow morning when we wake up in the morning, cooking a couple eggs, one hard-boiled medium, one hard-boiled soft. After the hard-boiled, we go into what is more hard of a life subject, which is a hard-knock life. And we talk about how Rachel gives us a little bit lecture of what it is to be a female. And we, we really get to understand like the UFO encounter that it is an unfiltered female opinion. Humble yourselves, gentlemen, because we don't know what it's like to be a, a, a man. Like we do, but as, as a female, like you got that backwards. We know what it's like to be you a man. You want to reword that? <laughs> we don't know you, what it's like to be a man. <laughs> check, 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 check. You're right. We don't know what it's like to be a female, a woman, who has to deal with the period, giving birth, pregnancy, having boobs with back problems. Like, agreed, 100%. We need to appreciate and respect and humble ourselves as men with less problems Stay than humble. the women. So humble yourselves. And then speaking of humility, networking, getting out of the army, even just out of college, whatever it takes. Getting into the civilian workforce and figuring out how you're going to be successful in life, how you're going to do it, how you're going to set yourself up for success, whether it's networking, your resume, interviews, all of it's combined. You just need to find your pelt, your find your company is what Rachel says. And My company is always hiring and they hire lots of vets. And evolve. Hey, look at me. 150K. Well, cool, anytime you want. 150K or nothing. You hear me, Evolve? Mm, Shut up. Probably not. I love you, Evolve, but listen to me. All right. I work remote. Anyways, we start there, we finish there, and that was that was probably the best segment because we gave a lot of helpful tips. Not really me and John, but more so Rachel. The first opinion we've had that's not only a woman, but also more importantly, a non-military member that can give us tips for getting out of the army. And provide us with this woman and the first non-military member. The tools we need. A to woman, a civilian woman in business. Woman in- <laughs> yes, a civilian woman in business that knows the tools and tips that we need to know to get out and be successful. Um, and then we do fun facts. Rachel's double jointed on our thumbs, and John Iredale, for the love of God, knows that unicorns in Scotland are the national animal. Oh. And in Scottsdale, Arizona. Enough on that, John. Also, also, no, this is different fun facts. I had two girls say I look like Ryan Gosling the other day. That's and also was with fact. me. That's an embarrassing joke. That's a fun fact. They called me Ryan Gosling. And, and people have told me I look like Jesse James Decker. I'm just saying. You fit. Cole likes to think that people don't People have told me that on like multiple different occasions. Same. People have called me Ryan Gosling. This is the face. Yeah, I don't know what they see when they look at us, but clearly they see something. 
Anyways. Anyways. Rachel, you've been released. We have actually released you from the episode on Catch and Release. You have... From now on... You guys, like, still go after I leave. We go for another two hours. After yeah, this. we keep talking. I'm done. You guys have got to make me shorter. Hey. Listen. I'm telling I'm you. I'm happy to have been here. It's 10.30 at night. It just shows how much love I have. Because yeah, I go to bed at 9.30. And I'm stuck in my stuffy office right now. And Louie's at the door. I can hear him breathing. I can hear so. him. Okay. Shut up. Shut up, Ben. Ben Albert? My Ben? Yeah, you're Ben. Shut up. Shut up, Joey. Um, Ben just got a condo in the North End that he bought. So... Congrats. Maybe we'll be seeing that next weekend. Who knows? Very cool, Ben. I'll be there too. Yeah. Okay. Am I supposed to leave now? Yeah, 